0: Well, well, well. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Dan. Once again, we have another very, very special guest. Put your hands together for my girl, Miss Stephanie Alvin. How you doing, Stephanie?
1: I'm doing
0: great. How are you, Danny? I'm I'm good. Listen, I want everybody to know she is the CEO, Chief Publishing Officer of Literal Duo. And she her studies at, at, at um she studied in uh, mass communication at University of South Florida. she's a graduate nineteen ninety five and she's a native of Orlando, Florida. Girl, I am so proud of you and what you're doing um uh is there anything that uh that you want to add to your introduction that you want people to know?
1: Um, I think the biggest thing is that I'm a woman of god and i desire to just be led by him in everything that I do in my life in my business and in my work. And so I'm just pleased that he uses me as this vessel right. to, to do his work through my business and through my ministry. Absolutely, man.
0: And you're doing a phenomenal job, man. You really, are. I, um, you to talk you when it comes down to publishing and, um, uh, getting people ready for their, their visions and their dreams, uh, you're the talk of the town. You really are. People are really mentioning you a lot, man. I'm really, really so proud of you. I really am. Thank um, you. About this, uh, yeah. But I want to ask you though. Um, when did the the cocoon things really? You know, uh, what's identity? What made you, uh, uh, put this put this staff business together? Like, like what you're doing? What know where you are where you get the idea from
1: so I actually um I had started writing a book in 2013 and the book was called is this the way Mm -hmm. to joy I was going through a series of things in my life personally and I was asking God that question is this the way to joy and after I had gotten done writing the book it took me about three years because I had to process through some things in my life and I was sitting on my couch in my um home in Orlando at the time And I was talking to someone on the phone about publishing the book because I was um, wanting to publish it. And I knew this person was a publisher. And I said, hey, would you um, be willing to publish my book? And they said, no. They said, this is something you have to do on your own. And I thought, well, how am I going to do it on my own? I don't know anything about publishing. I have, you know, I haven't the first clue what to do. And um, at that moment, I was sitting on the couch. It was November of 2015, actually. And um, I heard God say and I saw myself as if I was this butterfly and I was trapped in a cocoon. And I remember saying, I feel like I'm this butterfly coming out of my cocoon and I'm setting my wing free. And at that moment, right on that couch in November of 2015, that's when Cocoon to Wings Publishing was born. And so I um, put the business together effective in January of 2016 and we've been going ever since.
0: Wow, Um I'm glad you said that because um, um, when doors close, it's like the best comes out of us, Yes, you know it just seems like it seems like when somebody says no, we refused it, we refused it, the the word no mm-hmm. and and what what you did was, oh uh, well, actually, what God did through you, he did not want little man, yeah, you got rid of all little men. And yeah. you built a dream team around you, girl. You really did, man. I, I, I am I tell you all uh, that—that's awesome what you're doing, man. I, um, but I want to ask you to say is that, um, how you feel that your platform is built, uh uh, 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 with the vision of God to give, so that He would give the glory. What, what would be your idea of, um? Uh, How you setting this up to make sure that God is getting the glory?
1: Yeah. So one of the things you you mentioned the dream team and I do. I'm so pleased with the team that God has lined up for me. Uh, They actually pretty much all the same team members that I used when I was um, putting my first book out. And when I started Cocoon Twins Publishing, I literally only started the company to publish my own books. I did not think I was going to be publishing anyone else's books. Um, but God had a completely different plan. And so when the first person came to me about publishing their book, you know, I said, oh my God, I I gotta get with some people to help me to do this thing. And so God allowed me to go back to the same individuals that I worked with on my book and build a team from there. And every person on my team is a Christian. We're all believers. Um, That was one thing that I wanted to make sure that I was surrounded with like-minded people, people who had the same vision for the business Um, not just as a business, but as a ministry and knowing that, you know, God was calling us to be able to help individuals to birth the, the stories, the books that were going to give him glory, right? Where he would be pleased by the work that they were putting out. And so the start of that for me was building that team of people who were going to be able to help me to move that ministry mission forward.
0: Wow. Wow. Um, What was your greatest challenge with a difficult client or have you experienced that yet?
1: Oh, um, you know, I would definitely say I have experienced. I'll give. I I don't I don't give names. And, you know, one thing I will always say (laughs) is that um, God will give us individuals to test us. Right. And allow us to grow stronger in the process. And so what I will say is that those clients that were brought to be a test actually helped me as uh, a business owner, as an entrepreneur, to grow, um, stretch me, that's for sure, stretch the team um, in ways that we didn't know we would be stretched. And so while it may have felt difficult, right, it was like, "Whoa, I think we're in the wilderness now, but uh, God allowed us to get to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> but through all of it, it was really an opportunity for us to grow our skills because we learned a lot through some of the more um, more challenging clients. But yeah. what I will say is um, I appreciate every client because we learn something new from every single one of them.
0: Absolutely, man. I mean, I thank God for the, uh, the challenges. Um, what I what I've learned through my challenges that um, be still. Yeah. You know. I've learned to be still and, and when they say patience is a virtual virtual means power. So yeah. when you when you are patient, when you're patient with people, you gain power and you start winning. Yeah. You know, so we gotta yeah. keep winning yeah. patience, man. Gotta win through patience, through relationship, your marriage, or yeah. uh, or people on your job. If long as you stay in the righteousness will of God, you're safe. Because what they're trying to do is get you to come out, man. Yeah. I'll tell you something. I ain't perfect. I came out of character a lot of times. A lo- I felt a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Um, if anybody that knows me, and you know, I I I beg you, please don't test me. Because I ain't there yet.
1: <laughs> you, you need the test to get there, though. That's the thing. You you want I to. Do, a test I do.
0: <laughs> I, listen, I, I can preach it, <laughs> but I'm telling you, every time you fail, you got to take that test over again. Yeah. You got to start all over. Instead of you, you getting promoted, you got you got demoted. Mm. So I got tired of getting demoted. So I start. Sh- I, I just shut my mouth up and man, don't say nothing. You know, let the teacher teach, and and I want to get an A so I can move on.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Let him let him be your ultimate teacher, because in that test you need someone that's going to help you to study, who's going to help you to do the right research, who's going to help you to walk that thing out. And you know, God is the greatest teacher. And so when He brings that test and you ask Him to, hey, teach me how to walk this thing out, He will do it. So we don't come out of character, right? We don't come out of who we really are. We truly walk in who He wants us to be in that situation.
0: You gotta stay in character. Uh, yeah. I want to ask you another question here, and that is um what makes your clients feel safe with um mm-hmm. with um with you and with your 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 publishing business? What makes them feel so safe with you guys? How do you guys make them feel comfortable and at ease?
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that we pride ourselves on is the fact that every project, every book project we take on, every client that we take on, we take them on as if they are, you know, ourselves, right? And it's our own project that we're working through because every single one of us on team, we are uh, creative in some way, whether we've written books, whether we're illustrators, graphic designers, editors, we're creative in some way. And so anytime someone comes to us with a book project or the, the idea that they want to write a book, we treat them as if we would want someone to treat us with the same level of kindness, compassion, you know, caring spirit, just like we would our own projects. And so that's what I know has kept our clients um, feeling safe is that they know that we treat their literary baby, which is what I call it. We treat their literary baby like it's our own baby. And what are you going to do for a baby? You're going to protect it, right? You're going to take care of it. You're going to love it. You're going to nurture it, right? And you're going to bring it to its full fruition. And so that's what um, keeps our clients safe. And that's what I've heard our clients say to us.
0: Wow, that's good, man. Yeah, and and I, I I tell you as a client, as me being a client, um, you, uh, I really, I really felt safe with you guys with my information. Uh, I um, uh, some things you know that um, I shared with you guys, and um, um you you just make me feel comfortable, and you also have a professionalism way of saying, okay, let's not do it like that. Let's not let not say it this way, and and you you give me the reason why and things like that, you know. Then so it all makes sense, you know, because I'm not in the publishing business, you know. So uh, and I I really I really appreciate you and your staff, man. You guys really got a phenomenal dream team. You really do. I would recommend you guys really would. Really would. Thank you. Yeah, we
1: appreciate. Not that,
0: yeah, and not only that, but I I saw some powerful testimonies of your client speaking on uh you you and your team man uh especially your professionalism. because um when uh uh because of your professionalism and dealing with you and how you was uh you would email me or you'll send me the invoice uh, uh you can i love it when you would firm the day before we supposed to get together with a meeting or whatever. You know, I love that. So I, I'm learning all the things that I studied you and your staff. All, man, and now I'm going to to uh to my team. You mm-hmm. know, to you ain't gotta be ordained to do nothing like that, man. That's just that's just good character of God that he gave uh-huh. you. Because I know, oh no, don't let me start. You <laughs> man, it's some people with collars. It's a people with some collars. And got that professionalism that you got. That's why well, I said you don't I, have to be ordained by man. As long as you're ordained by God to do it, you you are doing a phenomenal job.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I proud you know, of you. I really am. I spent a lot of time um working in the human resources industry. I, I was in uh, in HR for 22 years. And so One of the things that I learned in those 22 years was really how to work with people, right? How to um, give my very best, how to exercise service excellence, right? And integrity and accountability and all those values that we wanted to see in our employees. I was able to learn those things too. And so in now having this business as a ministry, I know that I can bring those same things to my own, right? Because if I did it for 22 years for other companies, why not do it and do it 10 times better with my own, right? Because now this is something that God has given me to be able to, you know, give back to the world. So I wanna make sure I do all of it with service excellence and every person on the team, that's how we operate. We operate from a spirit of integrity and service excellence.
0: Wow, that's, um, this lab that you have, man, you call it the uh, the anointed writing Writers Lab. What is that about?
1: Yeah. So the Anointed Writers Lab is actually something that has transitioned into the Anointed Writers Retreat. And so initially it was um, a collaborative environment online where individuals um, individual that I like to call anointed writers, these are the individuals that know they have been anointed by God to write, you know, write their books, write stories, write speeches, whatever it is that they write. They know they're a scribe. And so it was an online environment where these individuals could come together, share ideas, hear from experts on how to be able to bring forth their stories. And that then transitioned in, into doing the Anointed Writers Retreat, where the first year we met live and then this year we had to do virtual because of covid. Um, we're going to see how God continues to transition that, um, you know, transition that going forward. But it's an opportunity, most specifically when we do live for women to come together women who know they've been anointed to write and we have facilitators that come in and share different aspects whether it be from the inner healing perspective whether it be about your strategy um, to move your book forward you know after the book what happens um styling the words on the page and then actually learning how to structure and bring your book forward and so that's really what the retreat has been about and creating an environment where these individuals who are scribes can really come together and form a bond. We form com- um, accountability communities afterwards, where they can get together and share with each other. Really become friends, right? And partners in writing to be able to birth forth their books. So that's where we are now mm-hmm. in doing our anointed Writers Retreat. Right. Wow. Uh,
0: how how would you um? Geez, I'm the uh... How would you be able to acknowledge someone that has the anointing or the gift as a writer for you to bring them in your team? Would you recognize that?
1: Um, to be a part of the team, as in uh, working on the team with me, or to actually help to bring their book forward? What do you mean?
0: How do you recognize someone that wanted? to write or to, to add one that that fits in your dream team? How, do you rec- how would you recognize that?
1: Okay, so I'm hearing two things. So what I'll talk about is first the anointing to write. And so when I have individuals to come to me and say, hey, you know, God told me to write a book. Um, I, there's a series of questions that I ask, right? And I won't go over all the questions here, but there's a series of questions I ask because I really wanna understand What does that mean to you? What does that mean to um, that God has, has told you to write this book, right? Because a lot of people will say that, but they don't understand the extent of it. They don't really understand what it means to birth that story forward. And not every story is supposed to be written, right? And so we really go through a process of understanding, has the oil truly been poured on you to write, okay? And is this story a gift that is supposed to be given to other people or is it something that you're just supposed to journal about and leave it alone so that you can heal from it, right? But is your story supposed to transform and transition lives into a different stage, right? And so when we talk about the anointing, has God really poured his oil on you and said you are a scribe that's supposed to write, right? And we will dissect that with you and fully understand uh, if that is where you are supposed to go in your life as a writer. Um, When it comes to the team, um, and if, you know, wanting to be a part of the team, if you're creative and you say, hey, Stephanie, I'm a graphic designer, I'm an editor, um, you know, I'm a typesetter, whatever it might be. Uh, there, I go through a whole application process first, even be a, a vendor on the team with us. Um, and I do interview. You know, I do interview and I ask the Holy Spirit to really reveal to me, is this someone that's supposed to be on the team? Is this someone that would connect with us, with everyone? Is this someone that's like-minded? Is this someone that has the same vision for bringing forth these literary babies that I have? Um, Do they share the same vision that God Mm -hmm. gave me for this business? Um, And what is their, you know, what are their values? I ask them that. What are their values? What's their mindset? Um, Because as a business and as a ministry, for me, it's about bringing forth the kingdom first. It's not about the finances. It's not not about the money. Um, It's not even necessarily about your story. It's how is what you're doing gonna advance the kingdom here on earth? And so those are the things right. I look for in the people who want to write and publish through us and then the individuals who actually want to be a part of our team.
0: Have you ever had to turn someone down?
1: Yeah, I have on both sides. I've, I've turned down individuals who come and say in they pub- want to publish with us. Yep, I've turned down individuals because I know it's not the right project. Um, and I've turned down people who said they wanted to be a vendor or a contractor with my team because I just didn't feel like you know, there was a connection there. So I have had to do it. And sometimes it's difficult, but you know, I want to make sure that I'm doing what's right, not just for myself, but for the team, because I don't want us to be in a position of working on something that is not um, what God has told us we're supposed to be working on. And have I made some mistakes? Yes.
0: So you are really sticking with um, the vision. Okay. Okay. Um, on what miss what's a major mistake have you made that you learned from that you could share with people to help them
1: i would say you I know say. a lot of people say follow your gut but you have to understand what your gut is really telling you right and you have to understand the difference between gut and holy spirit and earlier on uh, into doing publishing and publishing for others, I knew, I absolutely knew there was a particular client that I was not supposed to work with. I felt it, everything in me said not to work with this person. And because it was someone that would refer to me, you know, I really was trying to be very um, professional in how I handled the situation, um, but this person was very persistent. And so in that, you know, ended up working with this person and. It it was a very difficult situation, not just for me, but for members of the team as well. And that was one of those situations where we got stretched beyond stretch. But we learned. We learned a lot from that. Um, I made changes in a lot of my processes because of that. Um, And so what I would say is make sure you understand what is your gut actually telling you? And then is your gut led by the Holy Spirit? Right. Because God will show he will reveal to you who you are supposed to be aligned with. And some alignments are not for the season that you're in. So you have to understand, is that for now or is that for later or is it not at all?
0: Right, right. You, you know, I, um, I do believe without a doubt that if, uh, if God give, a, give a, if a man or a woman or a ministry, mm-hmm. if God give a man or a woman mm-hmm. or a business, God bring in, in difficult people in the church mm-hmm. or in your business, because he, he needs you to write specific rules in your, in, in, uh, in your authority. Or somebody that's different with the right. You, you cannot come up with the, uh, with the rules. You can't be late. You're late three times. I didn't you yourself. So this is a reason why we have people um they're not running with your vision or they in your ministry for clout or for um uh just say I'm I'm part of something, you mm-hmm. know. So but they're not they're not participating, they're not doing the right things. So then you begin to when you go to sleep that night, God, be, God begin to give you visions and rules and, and, and regulation and how to carry out the mission of how to carry how to carry out the uh the business that was something mm-hmm. i always teach uh is that one of the one of the key things to wisdom one of the key things to wisdom is knowing the difference
1: mm-hmm.
0: knowing the difference of, of your environment are you at a wedding or a funeral knowing the difference of who should be a part of you who should not be a part of. If every time I turn around, all you do is you keep doing jokes against my vision and my dreams, or uh, 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 try to lay me, try to speak against it, then guess what? Stop sharing it. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: can't. I, you can't be part of it. You can't be. And you know, as much as oh well, anyway. But anyway, just just always that's one of the key things to wisdom, knowing the difference. And I that's and right. I really do believe you got that. Ear. You got it you
1: have it thank you proud of you yeah
0: so um anyway uh also to uh the um your writing coaching uh department how 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 is that established how do you guys run that
1: yeah so with the writing coaching um it's myself as the literary doula, and so that is trademarked, so no one can go out and use it. (laughs) But basically, as a literary doula, um, my whole goal is to make sure that I'm Mm -hmm. to make care you, the individual, helping you to nurture and then bring forth your story, right? So we have to go through a whole preparation process of making sure that the ground is tilled and the ground is fertile, right? that's your soul to be able to bring forth the story because if you're not prepared, um, then you won't even know how to handle what's gonna come up against you in the writing process, especially depending on what you're writing about. Um, because the, the individuals that I work with, especially the, the individuals I'm coaching right now, their stories are like things I've never heard of and never experienced. And the warfare that's attached to that is so serious that if they're not prepared, um, they're gonna really not be able to handle what's to come, right? And so my whole goal in the process is to make sure that I'm supporting them and that my my support of them in the process is truly filled with the Holy Spirit and and being there as an intercessor for them as they bring these stories forth. And so the coaching that I do is very much based on, helping them to like dig up what's in their soul first so we can actually get to the place of being free to write their stories. Um, And so I serve as a literary doula. Um, My uh, editor, the lead editor on the team, Claudette Freeman, she also will support um, my clients as well as we, we trade clients, we help each other quite a bit. She's a literary stylist and so she helps individuals to really know how to craft the words onto the pages. Um, and so we all work in tandem to make sure that through the coaching process, we can get your story to a place where you feel good about it. You feel proud of it. And you know that God is going to be proud of it as well for you to actually get it out in the marketplace.
0: Right. Right. Um, just, just by listening to you, um, uh, You 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 really are good at coaching and writing, because um, from my experience with you, um, you know exactly what uh, uh, shall I say? um, Literacy literacy really sales. Mm -hmm. You you can't you can't you can't uh, publish something that uh you just just, the words are just illiterate and they just don't make no sense.
1: Right. Yep, it's, it's, <laughs> and that's that's my thing. It's like
0: <laughs> it's like Collie B sitting down. <laughs> it's like Collie B sitting out on an interview with 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 uh, 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 Joe Biden. <laughs> Come on, girl, uh, stop it!
1: <laughs> I curl, I curl. Really?
0: So you want to make sure we don't sound like that?
1: Exactly. And and that's my thing. I tell everyone, um, one of my one of my go-to slogans is, you know, everyone has a story, but not everyone knows how to write it. And that is okay. I'm okay if you're not the best writer. I'm okay if dramatically things don't make sense. But my whole thing is is the content there? Is the information there? Is what you have going to literally transform someone's life? Or is it going to be a great story that gets people excited? If that's the case, then wonderful. We can fix all the grammatical issues, right? We can fix the structure of it. Don't worry about that piece of it. Our whole thing is we want to make sure that you present us with a story that is is going to sell and a story that's going to change lives, right? So (laughs) I know that was something that when you even came to us with your project, you were like, girl, <laughs> don't, don't like, look past all this. And and I'm okay with that because I can look past grammatical issues to get to the real heart of what you're trying to say. And your next book, right, The Power of Thought that just recently came out, it it really is something that can help to stand the, the test of time now, right? You're really giving people these opportunities to understand about the power of thought and and how your thoughts dictate how your life moves forward. And so that was a project that I was so excited to work on. And and you were like, look, <laughs> take it and do what you need to. And I'm thankful for Adrienne Horn of I Am Editing Inc. She is our uh, one of our editors on the right. team. She was able to come in and do some things with that that book right there.
0: <laughs> right. You know, one of my books sold in Italy and this guy mm-hmm. is a pastor. And he was telling me, "This is a pastor now." And he told me that that book helped him with his anxiety and depression. Wow. wow! All he he learned how to take the power of his thoughts. Yeah, man, I could not sleep that night, man, knowing that if 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 I didn't touch anybody, I did teach. I touch one.
1: Yeah, I That's I,
0: awesome. I I told God I. I'm not trying to make. I'm not trying to be rich on this.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I want to be effective. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to be. I want to be effective. It's not about money. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I told Mm -hmm. God, if you pour it in me, I will pour it out. Yeah, and I got me a good. I got me a good team now. You know (laughs) that can that can help me win with this. Yeah, you know. So you
1: are prosperous, right? You actually are prosperous and. So many people think of prosperity as being financially wealthy the money but prosperity actually means peace and you have peace right because you were able to be effective with this message that you brought forth and so that's i want people to remember that it's tough being a a bookpreneur it's tough being a you know an an author and and really hustling to get your book out there And, and i don't even like the whole process of hustling more you know using God's grace to get your book in the hands of where it's supposed to be. It's not always easy, but you get it in the hands of the one person, right? That one person, that one pastor in Italy who needed to understand how to break free from anxiety and depression, then you know, you've done your job, right? And that one person is going to tell someone else and tell someone else and tell someone else. And next thing you know, your book is, you know, in the hands of millions that needed to hear your story. And sometimes people, do what you're supposed to do and get the
0: book out there and God will bless it to do what it needs to do. Listen, man, I always I, I, I explain to people there's a big difference between job and work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, your yeah. job is where you, you you pay your bills, but you put a little money to the side towards your work because your gift is inside your work. That's why you say a man don't work ought not to eat. You didn't say a man don't have a job. Man don't work if you don't operate in your work, missing your business. I uh the other day I was um no, I've been out of work since uh last year of uh, November 24th, mm-hmm. my last day, and uh because they we got laid up with uh Nestle, and uh so I said, God, this doors was closing when I was putting applications, and I knew I her. I mean I got Fast a license, good driving record, and you tell me no. Ain't, ain't, never been to jail, and you telling me no. But the door closed, and I said, "God has got to be a reason." And so what I did was I tapped into my 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 passion, my gift. So and I begin to start using that, uh, and then God starts showing. And I started with, and then God started bringing income sources in my life. And it was blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. And then I got to the place to where I'm going to help God out and get a part-time job and uh, something with some benefits. And God said, oh, okay, so you don't like the manner that I'm bringing down in your life. So you ready to run back the to the uh, to to the slop? Mm. Because we're used to we used to the slop. We used to that little small circle of income that he give us. We'll never become rich.
1: Yes.
0: We'll never. We'll never gain. We'll make him rich. Man, I've been on people jobs and I came up with ideals how to make the how to make my department move smoothly. Uh, they didn't give me a dime. I go to another branch. So my, I saw my idea was using it at that branch. Didn't get a dime. Didn't get a dime for it. See? So I I believe that we need to stop. We need to stop playing. We need to say, God, what is it? I'm, I'm I'm passionate about this. Uh, I need to tap into it, and I need you to give me the instruction. If you gave me the, if you gave me the part of it, then give me the power with
1: it. That's it.
0: That's what the book is about. The power yeah. of your thought. God gave you that thought. Then God That's gave right. me the power with it. That's right. And don't look back. Don't look back. Your flesh will take you back. Because I almost did it. Because I'm used to the sloth. Yeah. I'm, I'm used to the company benefits.
1: Mm.
0: You know, I ain't got to worry back to. God say benefits? <laughs> I got the best. I, I know people with benefits with bad health oh
1: yeah oh yes
0: I, i'd rather have i'd rather not have man benefit but have god benefits with good health
1: it's the best health possible eat that's right.
0: right come on
1: yeah i mean
0: eat right take care you yourself. you cannot be lazy not on this earth
1: that's right
0: you can't you got you gotta make time for it. you gotta sit down and make your schedule you know yeah um and I love people because I love putting myself around professionalism people, oh. you know. And I and I watch you and I observe you guys like I like you and I. We have the same pastor, Mark T. Jones, you know. Yeah. Uh, his spirit heads that. You know, uh, we 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 study him, and yeah. uh and as and as he goes to another level, we do. Too, you know, we right behind you pulled you hit those all the way down. You gotta really get out the way if you don't want that oil on you. I have seen people running. Where you where you going? I don't want that oil on me. That's the help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they need to stay right where the oil <laughs> flows. So it's listen, man, this, right supposed, to low. this <laughs> supposed to be supposed <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let it flow on me. Like I'm staying hey, right listen, here. Um,
0: Niagara Falls, blow on me. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to do a, a word, I want to do a, um, a segment with you, okay? I'm going to say some words, and I just want you to just, uh, just tell me what comes to your mind, and that is uh, brown girl.
1: Okay, let me get ready for this. So brown girl, brown brown girl, actually, um, brown, brown girl, a series of things to me. So uh, first, it is representative of the uh, most recent children's book that my company company published. It's called "I Love Being Brown," and uh, it represents a little brown girl, and she is affirming herself for how she's beautiful, she's smart, right? She can be anything that she dreams to be, and that the power is in her hands. And I think that so many times as brown girls, brown women. Um, we don't get the affirmation that we need from others, but we also don't give it to ourselves. And so here's this little girl showing us that it's okay to say, I am powerful, right? I am beautiful. I can do anything I wanna do. And so if all of us as brown women, black women, women of color could come together and be able to say, I know that I hold the power, right? Cause God has given us authority Right. So when we recognize that within ourselves, then it allows us to be able to birth forth so much greatness into the world. And I love what I see this book doing just to change the lives of little girls who see brown girl and they say she is me and she could begin to those little girls can begin to affirm themselves as well. So shout out to Amaris Triplett, who is the author of that book, because it really um, empowered me and inspired me. And I was so proud to be able to publish that for her
0: awesome awesome <clears throat> um i want to ask you this right here um i'm pretty sure you heard this before but i want to i want to i want to just uh test your and your, your 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 mind on this one right here oh uh, okay. what comes first uh is it the chicken or the egg and why <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, I, I'm always, you know, that's a question that I never even fully dive into because I figured God created both. <laughs> and so he could have decided to create the chicken first and then the egg or the egg first and the chicken, right? It's all of it is his creation. And so for me, I, I never thought about which one comes first because I like eggs and I like chicken. <laughs> and so,
0: Well, get to your business. Cocoon to wings mm-hmm. was cocoon to wings. Thought will you call that the egg, and the and and then after that the dream team was inside of the egg. So what came first, the vision yeah. or the team?
1: The vision definitely came first, right? The vision came first, and but so when the, the, the vision, came, you said that's the egg, right? So the vision came first and I had to understand the vision, right? When I understood the vision first, then the vision could produce the chicken, right? Which was the dream team, right? But so many times people get the vision and they don't know what to do with it, right? So they can take an egg and they can go crack it in the street because they don't know what it's supposed to be used for so I had to understand the vision of what Cocoon to Wings Publishing was supposed to be about in order to then produce the fruit of what it is today and have a team that was able to then help me bring that fruit forth. So I think that that was a great analogy and it does people to understand the vision versus what the vision births forth.
0: Absolutely. And not only that, but um, uh, I started my podcast uh, 2015. Mm-hmm. And it got shut down and stored away in the closet, all my equipment. I everything just I didn't know what was going on. And uh so I say, God, I'll you know, um whenever you know, uh when you call me to uh to, to pull everything back out, just let me know. And yeah. God does it during a pandemic, God does it through the, cor- the cor- uh the cor- uh the covet 19 man. He mm-hmm. does it through that, mm-hmm. just to, just to let you know that don't stop, that don't stop anybody's vision and dreams that I give them. If I if if I'm part of it, it's coming through. Yeah. So I said say this that uh, when you see a, a a chicken coming out of the egg, don't help it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't pull the egg apart to help him. Because the, it, when you do that, the chicken is being developed. He needs to gain his strength and come out on his own. But if you help it, it it become developed and dies.
1: Yeah.
0: And so what you and I went through was I went through a five-year. I went through a five-year of developing this. It was a process. And God allowed no one to help me. I had to figure this thing out myself.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And when when you're given a big assignment, right, when you're given a big assignment and God says, I'm going to use you to be the one to bring forth this assignment. He wants you to know every intricate part of that assignment first, right? Right so that nothing can shake you, nothing can throw you off track, like you know how to carry this assignment forward, even if you have to do it yourself, right? And when he feels comfortable that you understand your assignment and you know what you're supposed to do, then he's gonna bring you the resources, right? Then he's gonna bring you the tools and um, he's gonna give you the downloads and the blueprints and everything that you need to carry that assignment forward. But he first has to be able to trust you with the assignment and know that you can carry that assignment forward, whether he sends you help or not. And that's what he did with me with Cocoon's Wing. I'm like, God, okay, you say I'm supposed to do this. I'm gonna, and I began to research and research and research and research. And when I when I felt that I understood, then he brought me the team to help bring it all together. So make sure you right. know right. what you're assignment is and dissect that assignment so that god could then add every resource and tool that you need to bring that assignment to pass wow
0: wow yeah, yeah that's that's true girl i believe that um oh my last power word to you is uh brick in the shell um you pretty much really uh spoke on that you know unless mm-hmm. you want to add some more to that
1: yeah, I mean, you're right. I, I did talk about that. It's really about breaking breaking past the fear, breaking past the hurt, breaking past everything that was with you trapped inside that cocoon, breaking free from that shell, right? So you can truly set your wings free and do what you're supposed to do, whether in life, work, or business. And that was when I first um, was transitioning kind of away from corporate America and into doing my own work and my own ministry. It was yeah. about... Breaking the Shell, that was a coaching program that I offered, but it was more around life coaching. And in the life coaching, I tasked my clients with writing quite a bit. And it was just something that I felt they needed to do in order to bring forth those painful experiences, right? To get to their purpose. And so Breaking the Shell kind of turned into all these other things with the writing coaching and and really being able to help people dissect um, their time in the cocoon and what it was for. And now, with their wings spread, what are they supposed to do with
0: that my, my, my. that's awesome girl um i i've seen the um I've seen a very few people that um have gotten their wings went through the went through hell, went through the process and everything, and they gotten their wings, and they was flying the right direction, but there was a strong wind came, yeah. And it moved them to the left and not the right, mm-hmm. and never came back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what move? And that strong wind. When I say that strong wind is money. Mm-hmm. Oh, trust me. Yeah. The, uh, the enemy see that you're being successful in something. Uh, you you get one of them phone calls saying, "Sell your soul," and I'll make sure. They'll make sure that they will give you the the, the glory and the, the their glory and their power, riches and money and houses. To sell your soul, mm. and uh, we'll take care of you till you die. Mm. But what they're doing is they're paying, they're buying your soul. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, man, the most in your life that is more than just it's more than gold, and that's your soul. Don't sell it. Yeah. It's, not
1: that's it. it. it's not. You're it. right. That's
0: yeah. right. You're gonna sell it. Sell it. Sell it till you saved.
1: Absolutely.
0: Sell it. Right. sell it. Sell it to somebody that, that died for you. Who else in the God died Sell it to somebody that shed their blood for you. Now you, you name me somebody that died for you shed their blood for you, please. Mm-hmm. Anyway, girl, I mean, I don't, I'm trying. I'm trying not go that that area, but you know, when you that you anointed on the uh, show, you know, yeah, it, yeah, we're I'm trying to trying to keep it business for you. Look, besides this show, right. what is it that hey, you want to uh, that you want to share with with the audience? Um. Um. about your service, about um, how you can bring the best out of them. Uh, uh, just, just, just you no. Know, about about 30 seconds, man. Why should they use your publishing service?
1: What I tell people is, first of all, you have to understand your why. And then you have to ask God, am I aligned with that why? Right? Is my business aligned with that why? If you can trust God in the process, then trust him to trust me in the process because he has anointed me as not only a scribe so I understand the whole process of what it takes to write a book and birth it forward, but also to support you in that process, right? and be able to give you a place where you feel comfortable to lay your story, right? You can lay your story in our laps and know that it's going to be protected, um, and it's going to be nurtured, and it's going to be brought forth in a way that is pleasing. Um, And one of the things you you will not often see me advertise. I don't do that. A lot of the business that we get, pretty much 99% of the business that we get is from word of mouth. It's from referrals. And that speaks volumes because it means that the people that have worked with us value what we do. And so they share that value with others and then others that come to us see it as well. So I just say, trust yourself to trust God and in trusting God, he'll allow you to trust us to help you bring forth the story that you're supposed to share in this world.
0: Absolutely. I, I, I do believe That is, um, man, even, you uh, are you doing well for yourself, you know? Can you imagine when you get? I don't know. You, you don't. What year? Uh, could you? What year is it that when you uh you started with the cocoon?
1: So the business uh, was created in 2016. Oh. But I did not, and I was doing uh, work in my business in 2016, but I was still um, full-time employed with, uh, with another company. And so at the end, September of 2018, actually, that company ended up going out of business and God allowed me to just move full forward into Cocoon to Wings Publishing. So October 1st of 2018, um, I never turned back. I stepped out into the deep. And I never turned back. (laughs) And now so since October 2018, I've been operating full time in my business.
0: In other words, you stepped out the boat and you've been walking on water ever since.
1: I've been walking on water ever since. And I said, God, I'm not going to look back because I'm not I don't want to drown. I don't want to start to flail. I'm just going to keep my eyes on you. And in keeping my eyes on him, he has literally he has allowed me to prosper in this pandemic, and my team prospers in the in the time of the pandemic because we decided to keep our eyes on him. And so that's what we're going to keep on doing. We're going to keep our eyes on him.
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, I went um I went on your your web page, and I noticed that um uh you have some little souvenirs and some books that you have for sale. Uh, yeah. What is this joint? that you have on, uh, on your website that, you, that you you're marketing.
1: Which one? What did the Joy you say? Cup. Oh, Joy Cup, yeah, so that's a candle. You have a- yeah, that's a candle, so Blue Sage Eco Boutique, um, owned by the beautiful Christina Arenas, she does um, soy-based candles, and I asked her would she create a couple of candles that I could specifically sell within Cocoon's and Wings, and so the first one was Joy Cup, And it really was because at the time, I always would say my joy cup overflows, right? Or my joy cup is on overflow. And so I wanted to create an environment with these candles that would allow people to feel that their joy cup was on overflow. And so that's how the next candle came into play, which is overflow. And both of them emit um, you know, just various emotions as you use them, as you burn them. I like to burn them when I'm reading. To get that feeling of joy right. and overflow, um and so that's what those candles
0: are, so you kinda like create that atmosphere,
1: yeah that the with atmosphere.
0: smell or yep. I know i like i, I like uh so soft, soft music classical or jazz or something like that you know I like to create that atmosphere you know
1: absolutely um
0: when when I, when, I, when I, and it brings that the creativity in you it um, does also it to um. Yeah it really does. Um, now um, uh, The Way to Joy, what is this book about?
1: So Is This the Way to Joy? That was my very first book. That was the book that I um, published myself in 2016 and that was an opportunity for me to tell four different aspects of my life but I did it from a fiction perspective because at that time I was not ready to be fully transparent about my own story and I didn't want people to understand some of the, you know, the things that I had gone through, the shame, the abuse, the, you know, just the emotional turmoil of divorce, all those things. And so God allowed me to write it through this fiction-based story. And um, at the time I had been asking him that question, is this the way to joy? Like, God, do I have to go through all of this to get to joy? And the answer was yes. And so you see each of my characters go through their own personal journey to get to that place of joy. And so that's That was my first literary baby. It is the pride of my life. And um, then after that book, I was able to do another book um, called Soul Talk, which was an anthology. Soul Talk, yeah, Soul Talk. And it was an anthology with uh, 19 other women where we got to tell our true stories about how we were able to let go and let God. So I tell a very short portion of my story specifically about going through uh, fertility challenges and my divorce. I tell that story um, within Soul Talk. And then the next book I got a chance to be a part of was the fiction anthology, When I Kill Him, Jesus Can Have Him uh, by the amazing Claudette Freeman, who is also right. the uh, the lead editor on our team. Right.
0: Right. You know, um, um, women's like you, uh, reminds me of pure gold. Yeah. Uh, gold yeah. does not consume. The harder it gets, it becomes liquid and it spreads. Mm-hmm. And I believe you guys, that's why I believe the streets are the, the streets are made of gold, because when that heat hit it, it just, I just, I just pave the just pave everything in into uh what it's designed to do, spreads, you know. So and and the, what and the best came out of you to me is that when you experienced um, um. Match, pain, and hurt brought you powerful, uncommon faith.
1: Yeah, that's
0: that goal in you. People know that, people, everybody don't have uh um, the endurance. To, to go through this and allow God to show them how to get out of they just take their life or they give up uh, uh, they just go left not you, yeah. your best came yeah. out of your pain and I always yeah. tell people this right here the deep, the deeper the wound, the deeper the cut the wound in you the greater the ministry
1: mm-hmm.
0: all you gotta do yeah. is ask God why, why am I Why did the devil get permission for me to take me through this? Like I'm like I'm Joe's cousin. (laughs) And then he'll give you the answer.
1: Oh yes. (laughs) He'll give you the answer. He will. He will. And it's I'm I'm grateful because he did allow me to
0: when he give you the answer. Boy, I can't wait. you're rejoicing. No, 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 no. Just get out of my face. And don't come around me to encourage me no more. Because I'm just waiting on my time. Because I'm coming out of this like a cocoon with wings.
1: Amen, amen. To come out like that
0: butterfly. Hey, come listen. Like
1: butterfly.
0: It is twelve fifty nine, and you told me to make sure we are done at one.
1: Yeah, I got a so client at
0: one.
1: <laughs> well, I thank you, Danny. This has been fantastic. Exactly. Thank you. And listen, you got,
0: got the last thirty fact. seconds to just share with the people. Hi. Well, I just want to say
1: thank.
0: Hey, y'all.
1: I think there's a delay, so
0: I don't know. Absolutely. And uh, I thank you um with uh, helping w- helping me with my book. Uh, I appreciate you. And um uh, yeah. yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for this. Is uh, my girl uh Stephanie Alton. She is with the cocoon to wings publishing. CEO I'm telling you, man, if you guys want a book written, she can bring, she can help you with it. Uh, she even work payment plans out with you, man. I'm telling you, man, don't let, don't, don't die and go to your grave without getting that book out. Please. Inbox me if you want me to, uh, uh, help you get it with her. Uh, you'll be surprised how she can work with you. Okay. It's, 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 it's it really not that expensive. But if you feel like it is, she'll do a payment plan with you. But I'm telling you, man, inbox me if you got a book in you and you need help in getting it out. And also, I want you to do go to my YouTube channel, Danvino Division Empowerment. Please hit the like button. Leave a comment if you like. But most of all, I need you to 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 click on that bell and subscribe for me. Okay. So anyway, next time on the um on um on another interview, you know, somebody else, you know, uh never know. It might be might be Stephanie again. I don't know. <laughs> hey,